Blog Talk Radio. Come on, put your hands together. Great is the Lord. Co-host Brian J. Henderson. Behind the music, Brian. Yes, sir. Behind the music. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> we have somebody on tonight. We have two wonderful, wonderful guests that's going to come on, Brian, and we're going to talk about some things that we feel uh, may be causing some problems in the in, in our communities. And I'm not going to say maybe. I, I'm, I'm going to say it is causing problems. And yes. One yes. thing, Brian. There is a message to the music. There is a message. Brian, you used to sing and you were in the industry, but I don't think you guys did this. No, you know, it's funny because even now with music, and music has always had that suggestive undertone, and, you know, it's partially why you listen to it. Either you have, you know, uh, genres like the blues, where, you know, you're just feeling down and people talking about how, you know, they're feeling down. You got R&B, you know, whether it's a love song or if it's a dance song, and, you know, you have hip-hop and rap, and, you know, and there's all different types of genre in hip-hop and rap, you know, but I think what we're really focusing on and talking about is the destructive part of music, and, and, you know, that's why we have this uh, great two guests that are coming on, you know, we, we try to tell kids and tell people about certain types of things that go on, but it's so much better when we have someone who can really delve in and, and discuss it, you know, and, and and really pull out the things that people need to hear, you know. And I definitely know that the two people on tonight have something that people need to hear yes. about the music. Yes, let's go ahead and bring them in, Brian. All right. First, I'd love to introduce Miss Ivy Box. She's the daughter of a Haitian activist and a niece of a Haitian senator, but she is no stranger to perseverance, determination, and sacrifice. I want to just skip over and say she is multifaceted. She's an entertainer and a business mogul who cites the world as her influences, and she aspires to be an impacting person in the business, television, film, and music industries. Good evening, Miss Ivy Box. Well, hi. How are you? Wonderful introduction. Thank you, and welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Thank you for having me. And also we have who I consider probably the the most influential person that I know in Florida when it when it deals with the topic we're going to talk tonight about, and that's author Tony Gaskins. And he's more than just an author. He's a motivational speaker. He's a consultant, a screenwriter, producer. I mean, he's just Mr. Extraordinaire. But more importantly, he's a person who has been through this thing. You know, he's gone through the fire, and he's come out like pure gold. And we welcome you again, my brother, to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. Brian, let me say this to our guest. Um, Thank you so much for coming on. We know that we're going to talk about some things tonight that a lot of people in the industry will not talk about. And Brian and Tony, uh, Tony and I, we, we were talking last night, and Brian was on the phone, and we talked about some things uh, a lot of people want to remain silent about and some things people just don't understand about the music industry and a lot of the words in the songs. So, Tony, what what is it, uh, what's your aim as far as uh, looking at the music the music that we hear today, and and the the words that are in the music. What what is it about that that's causing a stir up in you? Well, um, we have it on so many different levels. Um, I'm kind of going to leave like the the hip hop and the gangster rap to Ivy because you know she worked with one of those artists and she may have a better understanding on why they conform to that type of music. That's oppressing our youth and kind of keeping them in that uh, mind state. 
And then myself, I've been looking into uh, the bigger artists, like the Jay-Z, the Beyonce, the Kanye West, uh, the Rihannas, and looking at um, the messages behind the music, the subliminal messages that the listeners don't hear, the messages and the themes of their videos that people are watching. And if they really pay attention, the video has nothing to do with the actual lyrics of the song, but people don't understand what they're seeing happen before their very eyes. And so that's what I'm, I'm looking at, and I just kind of want to raise awareness and get people to thinking about it and so that they'll listen more consciously. Mm. You know, I can remember when I was younger and how I used to just constantly listen to hip-hop, and I would remember every word they were saying. And, you know, now that I'm older and I can go back to some of the stuff that some of the previous artists, especially like big artists, and, you know, one that came to mind was, um, oh, I just forgot his name, but uh, he was the one who always talked about himself being a dog. And uh, say again? Snoop Dogg? No, 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 not Snoop Dogg. It was uh, DMX. And I can remember one of the songs where he talked about killing somebody and bloody murder and everything. And now that I, you know, now that I'm older and I have kids, and I start thinking about what he was saying, I'm like, this is, you know, it's kind of scary that you would have somebody talk about that in a song that people listen to and jam to. And now when you look at his life and the things that he's gone through and a lot of the turmoil that he's gone through in his life, you know, it's it's. It's no wonder to me why he sang the type of music that he sang because of the things that he went through in his life. Right. You know, but my question also to, uh, my question to Ivy is, why do you think many of the artists who come out, you know, when they, when they get to a certain status, they sing, you know, they put out the type of stuff that they know is destructive you know, but they know also that it can sell records. You know, why do you think they do that? It, um, exactly what you said, because it sells records. You know, they're going with what's popular at the time or what's selling. Most of the inspirational songs, aside from, you know, We Are the World, but you had, you know, Michael Jackson behind that, most of the inspirational songs are not selling. And all of these labels and all these artists, they're trying to move numbers. They're trying to get booked for shows. They're trying to make money. I don't think a lot of the artists right now are realizing their influences on society. Just like um, Rihanna on her 2020 video, um, her 2020 interview, she mentioned that until after that incident with um, her boyfriend or her ex-boyfriend, Chris Brown, she didn't realize how much of an influence she had on people. You know, and then there are some artists, like your bigger artists, that do understand their influences, but, you know, I think it's more so of an inner battle within themselves. They still want to be hard. They still want to, you know, um, perpetuate this image that they started, and they want to continue on with this image that has helped them gain these millions of dollars, and if it's Mm -hmm. not broke, don't fix it, you know. And and a lot of the times when they're sitting there in the meetings with their labels, um, the labels are helping them to choose those records that we may consider destructive, but those are the ones that have the most catchiest beats. Those are the ones that, you know, are driven by the streets and it's touching the audience that is going to go to the stores and buy their records and it's what their fans want to hear or what they think their fans want to hear, and that's that's what they go with because that's what's bringing in the money and selling the records. Ivy, what do you think about the the symbols that that a lot of the rappers are wearing and the the, the tattoos and and then you have uh, Jay Z calling himself Hova, which is Jehovah. I mean, this is like getting in a whole nother. I mean, this is taking it to another another level. I mean, if you look at and and really pay attention to a lot of the songs or to the lyrics and the things that he's saying. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's almost it's frightening that a lot of people listen to this and they sing it and they don't really understand it. What what is your take on that? Um, once again, I think it's an individual battle. Like you had mentioned, DMX. He the reason why he's going through so much turmoil is because he's fighting two worlds. He wants to stay in this industry. He wants to make the music that you know the, his consumers 
uh, that he believes his consumer wants to hear and wants to buy from him. And then again, on the other side, he wants to, you know, he wants to follow God. And every album, he has a prayer. You know, he he wants. It's like Mace. You know, Mace is fighting. He's going back and forth. He wants to be in the in- industry, but to him, you know, or maybe to his label or to the people behind him, they're not they're they're not pushing you know his gospel songs or his inspirational songs. They're pushing the songs that's talking about you know um, buying jewelry and, and talking to this girl, dancing with this girl, and doing all of that stuff. That's what's been selling for him. So, and to go back to your um, question about Jay Z. I noticed that um, I think it was back in early 2000. I was like, he's calling himself Hova. I thought it was like a nickname that he had. Then uh, when I did some research, I was like, okay, he's really referring to himself as a god. And I think that's that's um, a goal in a sense that he wants to reach. He wants to be the best of the best. He wants to be considered, like he said, the eighth one of the world. He wants to be considered one of the highest of the highest. And that is a god, not the god, but it is in a sense, a God, and you have to form some sort of um, cult following, in a sense, to, to gain. That's really what fans are. You know, they're a cult, pretty much a cult. They, they buy into what you're doing, what you're saying, what you're wearing, and in a sense, it creates a, another culture, and that's where you get all these people that's trying to fit into the culture, where you find all your artists, all your most of your rappers are getting the jewelry, they're getting tatted up, you know, they're they're following in the footsteps of somebody that they consider great, which would be like your Jay Z or your Lil Wayne. Mm. You know, I want to ask Tony. Tony, what do you think that does to you know, fourteen, fifteen year old Johnny, who is growing up in a single parent family who doesn't have that positive influence in his life, doesn't have that father figure at home or someone he could look up to. But he listens to Jay-Z, and Jay-Z talks about how he hustled to get where he is and how he's a straight hustler and how he popped bottles. You know, what do you think that does to the mind of little Johnny? Well, I mean, to a certain extent, I, I'd say the, the southern rappers, um, the Plies and, the you know, the Lil' Johns and the uh, Gucci Man and T.I., they reach those guys on, on that level and kind of have them in the streets looking at the party life, thinking about the money. And then you have someone like Jay-Z who is on a whole nother level. Like, I'm looking at this guy's lyrics, and I'm pretty sure 99% of the people listening has no idea about the underlying messages and what he's saying. And he's definitely, like, he wears the shirts all the time that says the global elite. And like I say, he wants to be a god and how they they build a, a cult following. I, I have some lyrics from Jay-Z of the song he made. And I don't I don't know the title of it. Maybe it's called Illuminati or something. But I know the chorus. It sounded like Snoop Dogg on the chorus, and it's saying, "Dear God, I wonder can you save me? Illuminati on my mind, soul, and body." And then Jay Z comes in, and he has two verses. And the the verse says, "Life kills, poison my body." I used to say, "F Mike skills." I never prayed to God. I prayed to Gotti. Yeah, that's right. It's wicked. That's the life I live. I'm not asking for forgiveness for my sin. And I break bread with the layheads, picking their brains for angles and all the evils that the game will do. It gets dangerous. Money, money and power is changing us, and we're lethal infected with the evils. So he's blatantly telling you right there that the money mm-hmm. and power has changed them. they infected with evil, and that he don't pray to God. You know, he pray to God, and so he has no respect, you know, for that higher power and in America, where we have 90% of our citizens believe in God, it's important that you pay attention to the messages that's being spoke on you and that you think on a deeper level because these guys, they, they diving into spiritual warfare. It's no longer about a physical battle. This is, this is spiritual. That's what the Freemasons embody. It's a, it's a spirit. It's a satanic occult. Um, as me and uh, Brother Greg were speaking about, Satan was a minister of music in heaven, so therefore he connects with the masses and the most powerful movement in our country is music. I mean, all our commercials, mm-hmm. everything is sold with music. So mm-hmm. the Illuminati and the Freemasons, they go to the, to the big guys and they say, hey, we need to impart this message on these people. We need you to uh, speak into their lives. They may not understand, but they all buying into the cult. They all buying into the chants, into the, the hand symbols and uh I'm going to touch on this other verse real quick. 
And he say, uh, Jay-Z say, my flesh, no nigga can test. My soul is possessed by the evils in the form of diamonds and lexuses. The exorcist got me doing stints like, homie, you don't know, but the whole world owe me. Strip. Was thought to be a pleasant guy all my effing life, so now I'm down for whatever. Ain't nothing nice. Throughout my junior high years, it was all friendly, but now this higher learning got Remy in me and liquor invaded my kidneys, got me ready to lick off. Mama, forgive me. I can't be held accountable. The evil is beating me down, boo. Got me running with guys making G's, telling lies that sound true. Come test me. I never cower. For the love of money, I'm giving lead showers. Stop screaming. You know the demon said it said it's best to die. Even if Jehovah witness, I bet he won't testify the evils. You see that? Nobody mm-hmm. even hearing nobody even hearing that. And this out of his mouth. I'm listening. I had yeah. I had heard I had heard this. But I never paid attention to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 it's deep. Well, you know yeah, what? They're not hiding what they're doing now. Exactly. Thing, like, like what they say. Like, even if um, I don't know if I'm treading on dangerous waters here. Like, even if you 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 know you attempted to join Freemasons or or, or um, Eastern Stars or whatever. Like, they tell you everything that you need to know is right there in your face. These people aren't hiding any of this stuff. You know what I mean? it's, it's so much on a deeper level level oh, that mm-hmm. the average individual have no clue. They don't understand the meaning behind the message. But, of course, someone like Jay-Z who's deep into it, and now he's bringing people up under him like uh, Kanye West and Rihanna, and he married, you know, Beyonce. And, I mean, man, I'm looking at her videos and the symbolism, just the messages in the video alone it's so deep. I mean, we got an hour. I probably could go into it, you know, a little later. But <laughs> I'm seeing, like, I'm seeing this thing is like, it's it's set up for them to win and for them to to build this this following that everybody is just everybody buying into it and have no clue what they're getting into. Right. Tony, does it sound wow? Like, <laughs> yeah, Brian. Yeah. What does it sound like? He's crying out. Pretty much now that he don't know what to do, is he try, is he saying that he wants to get out of this? Um, no. It sounds like he's 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 caught up in something, and and he just don't know how to get out of it. It's an internal battle, like I was mentioning before. You know, and I use um, DMX as an example. It's an internal battle. Like you, a lot of these people, they're coming from nothing and becoming somebody. And they're most of the people. Like I've been telling people all the time. Like a lot of people do whatever they could possibly do to get in a position that they think they want to be in. You know, they think they want to be the best, but with with that comes a lot of consequences. And once you're in and once you pull those favors, it's hard to go back. You can't just turn around and say, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to, you know, follow these um, rules anymore. You can't do that. Right. You're trapped. So it's a, it's a, it, I think it's an inner battle. It's a societal battle. It's a cultural battle, you know. Right. Yeah, it's it's the ones high up that really that really know about it. I was listening to this one yeah. interview, and this this guy was um he was in South America, I believe, in South America, and he kind of hid. Now he had a, a, a fake name, and he was talking to this guy with a weird accent. And obviously, this guy was saying that he was in power in the music industry, had a lot of connections, connected to, to all the people high up, and he was talking about that in the music industry. It's a fraternal. It's, it's a fraternal organization, and that in order to make it to the top, you have to buy into uh, one of these cults, one of these fraternal organizations. And if not, you just fall off. You'll, you'll never make it if you deny it. You won't blow up, you know. And so, therefore, you have all the people around the top coming together, like you know Jay Z and Nas. And you you see several pictures of Jay Z and Nas who. Um, created this beef, and then when they came together to get interviewed about it, they just looked at each other and laughed. And they do the, the Mason handshake. And you see all these pictures of the Mason handshake uh, that Jay-Z doing with Nas. And then you see the Mason handshake that Jay-Z uh, do with Kanye, but it's a it's a different uh, twist to his thumb and his hand, which is basically what you do to someone that hasn't been all the way initiated or moved up in the ranks. And so basically it's like, uh, the Illuminati, the Freemason, it's like, hey, we're going to promise you fame and that you'll be rich and famous forever, 
but you have to put these messages in your music. You have to put these messages in your videos. And I believe that, you know, Jay-Z, he's ahead of it all. And so it's like that's why people believe that he could ruin your career. Like, oh, don't, don't battle with Jay-Z. Don't say nothing against him because he'll end you. And the rappers always say, hey, I don't want no beef with Jay-Z. Hey, there's nothing against him. They may say something, you know, right away, but then they pull back. And I believe that, you know, they're going to the head. You know, the devil always wants the head. You know, he going to the top and then just letting them trickle down. And uh, even when you look at Albert Pike, who was the Pope of Freemasonry in the 1800s, way, way back then, he said, quote, we always give the public their heroes. We give mm-hmm. the heroes to every faction, every site, and then the people, once they hear this person saying all the right things, mm-hmm. then we give the, rank, the regions to that person because he or she speaks for me. That's how we rationalize it. They go here and they do this and do that, and this is what we tell them, and they do it, unquote. So he's, he's saying right there that they go into the head, they're sending these people out, and they just spreading the message, and a lot of people don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, I don't know if I was even prepared to hear all this tonight <laughs> because, I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm getting a thorough education, and, you know, and I thought I knew something about, what I, you know, the topic tonight. You know, but and and the thing about it, and I'm and I'm, I guess I'm asking this question to both of you. Either one of you can answer. But you know, what type of effect do you think this has on the listeners of the music? You know, because face value, you would say, oh well, you know, I'm not part of the Illuminati. I'm not part of this. I'm not part of that. So I'm not really worried about what they're singing or what they're saying. But, you know, what's the reality behind the music and the fact that they're perpetuating this type of music? Well, let me say this before uh, before um, Ivy and Tony answer. I'll say this. That just because you don't understand what you're saying, it takes root in your life whether you understand it or not. Yeah. If you're saying these words, they're going to take root. They, they have... They, music... Music is so, uh, it, it's a special thing, and it touches the soul. You, you remember back in the day when things, when you were down and you lost your boyfriend or your girlfriend, what's the, what's the one thing that you would do? They would listen to music. Mm-hmm. Soothe them. Mm-hmm. So music, you know, and, and, and the devil is changing it now. He's using it to, to, to change um, the way that he's doing his work. Now, if you, I don't know if any of you used to go to the club, which I doubt none of y'all went to the club when y'all was young, but when, <laughs> when you, before you go to the club, a lot of guys will say, man, turn on such and such, let's get ready. We need to get crunk to go inside the club. Why do you need a certain mindset to go inside a club to have a good time? Or when you go going to rob or steal. When I was in the streets, we had to listen. We listened to plies to get ready. And it almost gave you the blueprint for what you was about to do. And and it got you in the zone. You didn't ride in silence. You had to have the music. It's definitely it, it's subconscious. And um, I mean it's it, it's leading up to something. Just like with every occult, you have to pay attention who you're following because and what they're telling you. I was uh in Detroit, getting ready to speak, and I was landing in the hotel, and I, I was sitting on TV, and I saw this guy who was connected to that book, The Secret. Went on Oprah and everything, and here he is, like a kind of like a mind coach and. You know, he's telling people all these good things and, you know, just moving their life forward, and they kept following him and following him and following him, and then finally they followed him to a retreat. And he said, hey, we're going to do this. We're going in this here sweat box over here and, you know, yeah. mind over matter and focus, and people end up dying. And that's what happened with a cult. You know, you can be at a, uh, a concert and Jay-Z say, hey, everybody put your diamonds up. People think that's a diamond, which, you know, they don't pay attention, but... That's that's the that's the eye of Horus, you know, which and Horus is seen to be the watch over mankind, and mm-hmm. it's connected to you know Satan and and that occult, and so he has a whole audience of twenty thousand people, and they holding up these satanic symbols and don't even know what they're doing, and so there could come a day to where he say, hey y'all, everybody pass out this punch, this punch gonna make you a god like me, you know, and everybody drink this punch and fall out on the ground dead, you know. I mean, that's worst-case scenario, but basically what the music is doing, is they're, they're building a following. 
so that whatever they say wear, whatever they say drink, whatever they say do, that's what the kids and the youth going to do. Just like Rihanna's song, uh, Russian Roulette, you know, they say suicide rates skyrocket because Rihanna is saying, hey, put the gun to your head, take a deep breath, and pull the trigger. Just get it over with. That's what she's saying. So somebody to come home from school and got beat up and, they just don't want to go back. They feel like their life is in the gut, and they turn on the music, just like uh, Greg said, to get, in the, to get in the mood, and it's Russian roulette. And next thing you know, they get their daddy gone from up under his bed, out of his closet. They boo-hoo crying and, you know, fraction of a second, half an inch pulling a trigger, and they done blow their brains out. They say suicide, uh, suicide rates already skyrocket because of the release of that. And, so, and, that's, and that's what it is, you know. They're selling their soul to the devil. They're selling their soul to, to the occult, and then they're putting it in the music, and, and people listen to it. They're they being led. All right, they, like Tony was saying, it's a, it's a subconscious thing, because a lot of people will say, I, mean, I don't listen to the words, I just listen to the music. I just listen to the music. But when you're listening to something, when you're around something constantly, you're going to end up mimicking it sub, subconsciously, like you don't even know that you're doing it. You know what I mean? Right. Just like a lot of people that goes off to sell drugs. Well, this is what I was raised in. This was you. You probably went to church and knew that that was wrong, but it's what you've been around. So you know, right. to you, it's it, it, that's what you're used to seeing and what you're used to doing. Like you're used to eating, you know, um, ribs. You know that ain't good for you, but you're used right. to it, and it ends up being, you know, a natural thing, and it, it ends up seeming right. I like ribs. I'm like, what's wrong with ribs? I know it's not good for me, but that's what. You know, people around me ate. So it was something right. I was used to. And, and like, you know, to piggyback on what Tony was saying, with all the symbols and stuff, it's media as a whole. It's not just music. You know, they're, they're using, you know, television, film, you know, CBS. The symbol of CBS is like the eye, you know, the eye that Tony was, Yeah, and it, through many there's one, you know. You know you know what I mean? Like you have this, the, the high, I don't even think Jay-Z is the higher up. You know, I mean, maybe in music or whatever. I don't think so in music. music like yeah. his boss. No, I think his boss. He's not even in the forefront. He's behind the scenes. It's it's, it's Jay Z's the puppet. You know, the the right. musicians, the artists, the actors. They're the puppets. You know, right. what I mean, the murderer right. is not going to murder in front of everybody. He's going to use you know he's going to use a decoy. Yeah, and and, right. and it's and it's almost like it's it's leaving the artists out there for the world to see, and that's who they're blaming it on when there is a there is somebody behind the puppet doing the work, and they right. never go to them. It's, it's always like they're just going at the rappers. And, and regardless if it's whoever the rapper is, they'll always find somebody that they can get you know put out front to do that type of work. And right. wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be a, a great thing if a lot of us would listen to uh, a, a Yolanda Adams or or, or, or Tony Gaskins, we put that in the radio, on, on, you know, on the CD, and we put that in, and we play that before we go to church, and we get in a certain type of mood where we go in. So we can do the same thing. We just do it the opposite way of how these people are using the music today. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's just something that, that's not, not going on. But but I, I don't know if we ever answered Brian's question. So, Brian, if you would, ask that question again so that they can um, answer it for you. Well, you know, I, I think Tony did kind of answer it, you know, because when we talk about, you know, what this music does to the mind and what it, what it does to little Johnny, so to speak, you know, it does put you in that mindset of, you know, of following the occult and, you know, and evil deeds and, and things that are wrong, you know. And the reason I, I really want to focus on our on, on on our youth and our young black males and our, even our young black women, or you know, I won't even say black, our our youth in as a whole and our our women and our young men as a whole. But you know, primarily what I see from you know the community that I live in and the people that I interact with is a lot of our young black men are trying to emulate these personas of you know a Jay Z, a Nas, a Ti applies a little boosie a little wayne you know and they want to be like young money and they want to have all the women they can do whatever with in the world you know and they take these songs and they wrap their entire lifestyles around them and then you know not to be outdone our young women are also following suit doing the exact same thing where they're saying they're a diva and a diva is a female version of a hustler? Where does that come from? 
and you see who's saying that. Be honest. Exactly. And and I'm looking at her stuff, man. She now see, uh, Greg. When we were talking last time, uh, last night, we were saying, right. hey, maybe you know, maybe Beyonce, maybe she don't know what she's doing, and she married Jay Z, and she don't know what she where she going. But like they say, like the one guy said in South America, if you want to move up the ranks and you want to be the biggest and the best, you have to buy into this fraternal order. He say otherwise you'll be driving down the street one day, get pulled over and some marijuana in your car, and you don't know how it got there. And, mm-hmm. and he's like, this is real. He's like, that's why I don't give my name or my address. He's like, that's why I'm in South America. He's like, and I'm speaking out and I don't care, you know. And I'm looking at her video. And they got the guy breaking it down. You go on YouTube and you type in Beyonce, Sasha Fierce, and this stuff will come up. There's a whole bunch of it. And just showing you the symbolism in the video, which Jay-Z know what he's doing. And he the corporate of it with this music thing. He the number one rapper in America. So he the corporate of it. And he gets a whole lot of money. And then so why do you think the biggest female in the game marries uh the God MC, as he calls himself. The top female, Beyonce, marries Jehovah, the God MC. And then he takes over, he takes control over her uh, her, her brand. He, he takes control over her music, in a sense, and he influences. Now that she's come to him, now her music has a whole other message and meaning. So I'm looking at the video and uh, Crazy in Love, which Beyonce says this is where Sasha Fierce was born. And you're thinking Crazy in Love, you're listening to the song, and you're just thinking it's talking about, you know, love, and that she's in love with Jay-Z or whatever, and that she's in mm-hmm. love. But as you're watching the video, the symbolism is so different, you know. And so here this Sasha Fierce is born, and you got to pay close attention. you got B, she's going to meet Young. B is the prostitute and seductive, and then Young is, it's shown as Jay-Z, but he's not necessarily young in the video because you got the driver and you got Jay-Z. And she's going to meet him. And then basically what she does is uh, she falls down. Which she, she's basically saying she, she submits, and she's doing seductive dances that emulates like sex, you know. And then as it goes on to the next scene, she's saying, hey, I've, I've given up. I'll, I'll fall down. I'll seduce you. And now the promise is in scene three, which, where the promise is the fame and the fortune. Then it shows her dressed up. Now she's no longer in the prostitute clothes and all that. Now she's dressed up, lights flashing, cameras, the fame and the fortune. So she, she sold, in a sense, she sold her soul for the fame and the fortune. And then now, at the end, when you see Sasha Fierce born, Jay-Z, is, I mean, uh, Jay-Z, he's standing outside of the car. You know, he's the one, he's already been illuminated. He's already been initiated. And Beyonce is in the back seat of the car, and it looked like she's in pain, like she's moaning her movement. And then he lights a match, and the match goes to the car, and it blows it up with Beyonce in it, meaning that Beyonce is being killed. And then from the ashes comes uh, Sasha Fierce, which is the same thing that represents uh, Phoenix, which uh, the, the bird of Phoenix, which comes from the ashes, which comes mm-hmm. up. And now this is the new person. This is where Sasha Fierce was born in this Crazy in Love video. And so now it's Jay-Z and Beyonce. Beyonce has been initiated, and now guess mm-hmm. what? Now, the reins is being turned over to her. So where Jay-Z was the deceiver, and he brought her in and initiated her, now she is the deceiver. And that is shown in her next video, Upgrade You, where you have Sasha Fierce sitting in the back seat with the glasses on, which is the same thing that, um, and, and, which is the same thing that represents deception. And then you have Beyonce, the clean-cut, beautiful young lady, sitting in the trunk. You know, who sits in the trunk? which basically is just going to show you that uh, Sasha Fierce, she the boss, she the leader. You know, she got Beyonce, and Beyonce a lot of times is symbolized, uh, connected to death, and she's always in the trunk. And so it shows you that now she's introducing her fans and opening them up to the spirits through seduction. So at first Beyonce was saying, hey, Sasha Fierce is not me. She was quoted, that's not me. I don't like her. I wouldn't like her if I met her but something takes over me, like I'm possessed, like I become someone else, like if I get cut, I don't even feel it. You know, this coming out of her mouth. So she's telling mm-hmm. you what this Sasha Fierce is. And then you see um, at the end of the video on the upgrade, you, you see the dummies in the trunk, which basically is the fans, the listeners, uh, but they use them as dummies. And Beyonce does the same thing that Jay-Z did in Crazy in Love. She lights the match and blow it up and throws it in the trunk, 
blows up the dummies. All the followers in the trunk who was in the trunk, just like Beyonce was. So, see, people are not even looking at this symbolism. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with those lyrics. But basically what it is is she was taken to Young. So Young is the patron of young men, which deals with the Egyptian mythology that deals with um, the, the eye of Horus. That's who Young was. That's why Jay-Z see, say B and Young and not Jehovah, because Young represents something different. He knows all about it, but the people listening have no clue. And so now he's turned the reins, and so now she's leading her followers, these young girls that's wearing these nasty clothes like he is, doing these nasty dances, and it's all about seducing, all about seduction. And now what, what she do, she brings them into the possession of Young. And the same thing that, was, that happened to her in Crazy in Love where the car was blown up, that's the same thing that she does to the dummies in the trunk and upgrade you. She said, hey, I brought them to you. Here they go. Trump, light them on flight. They've blown up. Now they've been consumed. Now they on the dark side too. People paying no attention to it. They, they don't understand it. And you wouldn't unless you study, you know, Freemasonry and Illuminati and these satanic occults. Please, John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. It's deep now. It's deep now. Hey, now I can keep going now. <laughs> <laughs> I I can tell you that it is very deep. I mean, I'm I'm listening and I'm just amazed. And I and that's why I say I, I know that you've done your homework on this. You know, one of my questions is, you know, and and I want to just preface this by saying, on the abundant solutions are we always try to find a solution to a problem out there. You know, so one of my questions is, what do we do? How can we? circumvent their plans you know what is it that we have to do as individuals as well as collectively to thwart the deceiver's plan I think what I, I think one of the ways and Tony um, Tony hit it on the head is <clears throat> you have to let the people know that there's a scripture in the Bible that says our people perish for the lack of knowledge and that's what's going on. A lot of this stuff is hidden from people. But then again, like Ivy said, they're not hiding it. They're doing it right in your face. Right. They did it right in your face during the World Series. Right. They did. They played the song. I mean, they, they performed live. Jay-Z and Alicia Keys, they performed live. Just just Google and listen to Run This Town in, 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 in the song. I think it's State of Mind. I think it's a New York song. New York State of Mind or something like that? It will blow your mind when you look this stuff up and you see it and you read it and you don't hear the the beat of the music with it. It will blow your mind when you read it. You're like, this don't make any sense. This doesn't have anything to do with, it shouldn't have anything to do with what they're trying to say, but it's a lot of hidden stuff in there. Right. Go ahead, Tony. Speaking about um, Run This Town with Rihanna and uh, Kanye. Mm Yeah, running this town where most people think is, you know, probably thinking about who got the most money, who's doing all the balling, but basically Jay-Z is saying, you know, who's going to run this town tonight, meaning good versus evil. And and when you look at the symbolism in the video, I mean, it's like a war, you know, people Mm -hmm. screaming, it's it's, it's chains and balls and whips, and it's like, you know, who's going to take over? And just his lyrics just get so deep, the average mind just don't even understand it. I, I remember riding in the car with my boys, a while back, and he used to stop Jay-Z uh, tracks after every bar. They're stopping and try to break it down and understand it. I mean, he definitely he goes to a different level, and people don't know, you know. Um, look, I'm, I'm going to touch back on this here, Sasha Fierce, because it's a lot of young women. It's a lot of Beyonce fans, a lot of wannabe divas, a lot of people, you know, following the young lady and don't even understand. I saw a quote on Facebook the other day. A young lady had wrote, I love Sasha Fierce, not Beyonce, but Sasha Fierce. And, um, you know, it's 939, so we've got 21 minutes. So I'm going to touch on this in like two minutes. And basically, you see that um, on Beyonce's site, you'll, you'll notice that she even showing, she's not hiding it, they showing the demon possession, the takeover. So you got one side, you know, where it's Beyonce, all beautiful and looking kind, and the other side is Sasha fierce-looking demonic, and then you notice her and Jay-Z always flashed all-seeing eye, in a sense, to curse their fans, because, like I said, in the Egyptian mythology, the all-seeing eye is is, is called Horus, 
and it means that the eye is keeping watch over mankind. And so the eye is giving a female representation. And so this is where Beyonce come in. It's also called a goddess of segment. And the myth states that the horse sent his daughter, the all-seeing eye, to punish mankind. She then went out in blood and lust, and she slaughtered thousands until the fields were filled with blood. And so there's a reason why Sasha is fierce. It's Sasha fierce. Fierce means violently hostile, given to fighting or killing, marked by unrestrained vehemence, wild or barbaric. Although it's not an Egyptian name, the name Sasha itself means guardian of mankind. See what I'm saying? Sasha fierce. Then the eye of Horus equals guardian of mankind. Sasha equals guardian of mankind. And then it goes on and connects with Jay-Z, and it shows that there's a reason why Jay-Z tributes to Lucifer, the dawn of the morning. He calls mm-hmm. Lucifer dawn of the morning. That's one of his choruses. And in the recording session, you'll see Jay-Z in the lyrics say, when I perish, the meek shall inherit the earth. Until that time, it's on and popping, church. Now, Jay-Z, he ain't speaking by himself. That's basically Satan. Jay-Z responds to that line. He say in the video, you'll, you'll see it. You'll, he say, uh, that's my word. I never read the Bible in a, a day in my life. I don't even know how I knew that, though. That's what Jay-Z say out of his mouth. And what he don't realize is that Jay-Z don't got to read the Bible because these words aren't his. You see, who is waging war against the church of God? And who must perish before the meek inherit the earth? It ain't Jay-Z. He's speaking of Lucifer. But what Jay-Z, he mistake his talent he, he thinks this is his talent, but really it's nothing more than demonic rantings of a falling spirit being. And then you notice as I close with uh, Beyonce. There's a reason why Beyonce married Jehovah, the God MC, as he called himself. Then you got the horse plus the eye of horse. Then you got Jehovah plus Sasha Fierce, Jay-Z plus Beyonce. And Jay-Z and Beyonce give homage to these spirits every time they flash that symbol for the eye of Horus. And as we examined earlier, the demon worship during Beyonce's performances, it opened her fans up to demon possession. So mamas need to think about that before you let your daughters go to a Beyonce concert with Sasha Fierce. You see, because <laughs> Beyonce imagery and her songs and the performances, they all created to engineer lust in her followers. And this is how she prepared them for the possession by the same demon spirit, it's witchcraft. And I'm going to tie it in because there's a prominent woman in the scriptures who God says was both a witch and a whore. Her name is Jezebel. Mm-hmm. Like Sasha Fierce, she was too the slayer of men. And so in Second Kings 9 and 30, Jehu, that's how I say his name, Jehu, a man of God, he was coming to confront Jezebel for idolatries against Israel. When Jehu was coming to Jezreel, Jezebel, she heard of it and she painted her eyes and adorned her head and looked out the window. And you notice that the first thing Jezebel did was paint her eyes. This was a dedication ritual where dark paint was used to accentuate and extend the eyes out to the corners of the face. By doing this, Jezebel was asking her gods for the power to seduce and overpower Jehu. She was tapping into the magical powers of the eye of Horus. And this is the same exact style of eye makeup that's how Spears yeah. wears. When you look at the picture, you see this eye makeup wow. that she has on that go all the way out. And she mm-hmm. is using the eye of Horus so that she can have the power to seduce her fans to impart the same spirits. And this transformation of Beyonce into Sasha Fierce is nothing to wink at. This is a testimony of the reality of the spiritual war being fought for the souls of men. And this, is not, this ain't to condemn Beyonce. She needs prayer. And more importantly, you got to realize where do you stand? Have you been deceived? And here is the hope. And John 8, 3 and 36 says, If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. And so that's what I'm saying. The people got to wake up, man. You wake up and pay attention and, you know, really think about this thing. Think about it. And, Tony, Rihanna's also wearing that hairstyle, too. Right, right. Rihanna's doing the same thing. And Jay and what Jay Z? Who who the mastermind? You see Jay Z on all a lot of her tracks, and Rihanna doing this devilish music like uh, Umbrella, which is the same thing like with Beyonce videos. Rihanna she 
uh, forms with her body satanic symbols in the video. People don't, you know, not yeah, paying attention. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that silver paint, that represents Satan's semen after she's given her body to him. And the umbrella, it ain't talking about an umbrella blocking the rain. It's talking about the umbrella being up under the arm of Jay-Z, being up under the arm of Freemasonry, saying that you're going to be taken care of in the storm. You're going to be all right. But people think they're talking about a relationship. And you see, Jay-Z is connected to all of this. You see, he connected to Beyonce in her videos. He connected to Rihanna and hers. And he got the little verses opening it up and starting it out because he, whether he know all, I'm not sure if he know all about it, but he being used as a puppet. And because he has so much power and influence, he bringing in others and using them also. So now instead of just re- reaching the millions that he can, now they're reaching multi-multi-millions because he's getting the best and the top in the game to put these messages in their music and videos. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I think Ivy might have had something that she wanted to say. Ivy? No, I was agreeing. You know, Tony and I have had these conversations, you know, um, several times because, you know, you mentioned, like, have we been decept- um, deceived? And I believe that everybody has been deceived. And what can we do about it? You know, it, it's a harder race on this end than it is on, on, on say, Jay-Z, Jay-Z's end. Like Tony said, he's reaching the masses, you know, they're going overseas, it's worldwide. You know, with us, with with Tony, I had to have conversations after conversations after conversations for nearly like a year and a half, right, Tony? You know, right. I'm I'm trying to convince him, like, nah, you know, it's you know, it ain't bothering me. I'm just listening to the word, you know, I'm listening to the beat, no, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I've been deceived several times and you know, multiple times still to this day, you know, Diva is a female version of a hustler. That was my thing, you know what I mean? Um, and and I, I, I thought about it and I understood it, but I chose not to follow it. And, and that's that's the harder part, you know what I mean? Like um, what we're going to do about it, you can you can preach and we can have these, these radio shows, is whether the individual um, is so far gone or not. If they want to come back, right. that makes any sense. Yes, it does. It does. Tony and I, we've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and we were yeah. just trying to figure out how can we bring it together on the show. And uh, Tony said, you know what, let's just do it. And uh, he right. <laughs> about a month ago and said, let's do this show. And we've been talking and talking and um, doing our homework. And this is yeah. it, it's more than music. It's more, it's more than, than music. music. It's more it's than not, music. Yeah, and it's not just in the music. It's in a lot of the television shows that we watch. Mm-hmm. It's in a lot of yeah. It's in a lot of the um, commercials that you see on television. There is a message behind this. And right. We were talking about the subconscious mind, and, and I think mm-hmm. Tony, if you would touch on that real quick on 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 how the subconscious mind um, take all this in. Right. Uh, what I was speaking on is that your subconscious mind, what parents and even uh, young adults who listen to the music have to realize is that your subconscious mind has, it doesn't have the ability to reject anything. So even while I'm studying this stuff, when I get up, the, the chorus is still playing in my head, and it's just still playing, and sometimes it almost can force my mouth to start repeating these words, and that's the that's the whole objective you know that's why jay-z putting the messages in the music because you repeating it and like the the good words say there's death and life and the power of the tongue so if you allow this to go into your subconscious you know the closest closest way to your mind is through your ears so this is why it's coming to you through the music and now you repeating it and you and you speaking this death and these satanic messages over your life and then you may look around and wonder, you know, why am I broke, why am I poor, why am I struggling, why am I depressed, why am I upset? And I ask you, what are you listening to, you know? What are you watching? What are you paying attention to? Because your subconscious ain't blocking it, you understand? And then if you, don't, if you don't understand it, then your conscious mind can't tell your subconscious, hey, let's kick this out. Your conscious mind can't even say reject these messages, and it has the ability to, but if you listen to something that you don't even understand, then, you're being taken over, and it's going from the music and all of these artists, the major artists, are getting clothing line, like Russell Simmons, uh, Jay-Z, uh, P. Diddy, and in all of their clothing lines, they have hidden messages. Um, I know P. Diddy and Jay-Z, definitely, they have the, the Mason symbols. They have this, 
you know, the mason, that, that triangle or the all-seeing eye that, that we also have on the back of our dollar. They have that on their shirts, you know, and, and Jay-Z always wearing the skull and bone. And what is a skull and bones? That's, that's a dead body decayed in the grave, you know. That's, that's no skin, no flesh. You're speaking death on your life, you know. That symbolization that you're putting on, you're speaking death on your life. I don't wear any clothes with skulls on it. You know, I, I didn't know. But, that, but you see what's happening is everything is all about skulls, all the shirts, all the belt buckles. Everything got a skull on it, and these young kids don't even know. You're speaking death over your life by putting on that shirt. The parents don't know. And this is how the upper elite is taking over. This is how they're putting this message out. And the Bible speaks a lot about it, you know. We're coming to the last days, and it's time to, to wake up, open your eyes, and just start to enlighten yourself. You know, you choose the side you want to listen to. I mean, you, you take it how you want to take it, but it's good to have the knowledge. Like the Bible says, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. So get the knowledge and then apply it. And, and that's and that's the wonderful thing about it, Brian. Another thing the Bible yeah. says too: in all things, get understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's one thing that they really just don't understand. Yeah. They yeah. just don't understand. And a lot of times, they, a lot of times they don't want to understand. That's true. Right. They, they yeah. don't want to. Know. <laughs> well, you know the thing that I learned. I learned that people choose to do certain things based on how it makes them feel. Yeah. Wow. And so if it doesn't feel right for somebody, you know, and until they get that understanding, you know, my one of my favorite Bible verses is uh, Proverbs 3, 5. It says, And in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. You know, the thing that I learned about when you acknowledge who God is, he gives you direction. And by the same token, when you acknowledge what who Satan is, he starts to direct your path in your life. And that's what's happening when they listen to this type of music, when they get involved in these type of things. They start getting their life and their path directed by Satan. Right. That's right. Brian, Brian in, a lot of, in a lot of murder murder cases, uh, the questions always ask, why did you do this? Everybody wants to know the motive. Nowadays, mm-hmm. people are—they aren't given a reason because a lot of times they don't know why they did what they did. Mm-hmm. Right. I was reading the statistics on this a while back, probably last month. I think it's like eighty-five percent of the people uh, that are doing senseless and just dumb stuff to hurt and injure people—they don't know why they're doing it. It's and a lot of them are. Yeah. Go ahead. Inside, but a lot of them are saying too that they—they—they they, they felt possessed or that they were possessed. Uh, they weren't in their own bodies doing it. Right. Mm, yeah. And, and 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 if you notice, every time you turn your television on, you send a lot of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Where's all this anger coming from? I understand the financial side of it and, and, and that kind of thing. The economy's not doing so great. But what is it that's so bad that you're seeing people just kill each other? And, and like Tony said, what are you listening to? And believe it or not, you are what what you allow to come inside of you. That's who you are. Right. Yeah. Just recently, yeah. just here in, in in Tallahassee, we've had how many murders, Brian? Over the last just just over the last two weeks, we had a situation Ooh. where a man killed his girlfriend and he's married. And then we had a young lady to kill her living boyfriend, stabbed him to death. Mm-hmm. So you you just and and I know that this is happening everywhere, but it's happening so much that the media is saying, you know what, we're not even going to report it. Mm-hmm. It's just a common thing now. Yep, I, absolutely. And, and I wanted to ask Ivy too, being in being in the marketing and the PR field, are, are there are there certain things that you look for in a client before you will represent them? Um, yeah, there are certain things that um I look for, but then again, depends on how hard the times is, you know, and, and that, that goes back. Um, depends on how hard the time is. If the client um is a reputable client and they're paying, then you represent them. You may not agree with everything, but you represent them. And that's that's an ongoing battle within itself. Right, right. Right. And and, and Tony being the author of, of three books and now um, some other things that are coming out 
a lot of people probably don't know about yet. But, Tony, mm-hmm. will there be projects that you will turn down because you don't believe in them? Yeah, all the time. I mean, like I said, you, you got to stand for something or you fall for anything. You got to be willing to live for something or you're going to die for nothing. And so, I mean, I, I stand by mine. You know, Jay-Z, you know, unless he's trying to change lives and do something right, I, would, I wouldn't work with the brother, you know, putting out the message that he do. And, you know, I, I would be slapping God in the face, the man who, the God that has made me and saved me and gave me the grace to do anything with somebody who, who curses his name, you know, who say I never prayed to him. I, I can't work with him. I, I'd rather uh, lean and trust on God. You know, I serve God, not man. So I know I'm always be fed. I'm always going to eat. And you can't depend on, you know, uh, somebody else to put money in your pocket and if, because your presence sanctions it. When, when, when you give your presence to it, you're saying it's okay. And so that's how I yeah. feel about it. So I, you know, I won't work with them. You know, unless they're trying to change lives or they're looking for a change and say, hey, brother, you know, mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of lost, man, you know, which that's what it is. They lost souls. So that's why, yeah. but, they, but they need somebody to speak, you know, to call it out, you know. But we got so many yes men and so many people worshiping man, so many people worshiping celebrities that people are afraid to speak. But mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a man before anything, and I'm a man of God at that. So I got to be willing to speak up, you know. Yeah, that's that's why I appreciate people like Tony, you know what I mean? Because, like you said, you know, a lot of times, like it, like I was saying before, it's an ongoing battle for everybody. If, if you're at the top of the ranks or you're at the bottom of the ranks, it's an ongoing battle. But, you know, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for, you know, anything, and that happens often. You know, I'm a victim of that personally, and I'm going through my own, you know, battles. Um, but like Tony was saying, you know, I'm reaching out. I'm 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 calling Tony. I'm like, hey, Tony, pray for me. You know, you know, this just happened. Let's pray over the phone. You know, or whatever. It's an ongoing battle. You know, and it's a it's a journey, and and that's what's so that's hard, but it's not something that's unobtainable. Yeah. You know? Right. 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 You know, I. I I want to give you both the opportunity to tell us about some of the upcoming events. we got about three minutes left in the show, and um, I'll let you go first, Ivy. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I started my own PR and marketing firm called Beyond the Box PR Music and Marketing. Um, people can log on to www.btb-pr.com. Um, in this upcoming year, 2010, I'm getting it in for 2010. I'm going to be working on uh, Marketing Mamas, which is an organization that um, unites women in entertainment, um, and hopefully we can, you know, start bridging this gap and, and start being more positive represent, representatives of women in the entertainment industry. And I'm also working on a book. Um, I'm not giving out the title right now, but hopefully in 2010, um I'll have it out there. I was going to say, please don't give out the title yet. Don't give that out. <laughs> hold, hold that back. <laughs> Tony? All right. Go ahead, Tony. Um, all I can say is just keep in touch with me, uh, twitter.com slash Tony Gaskins, TonyGaskins.com. Um, I, I just, I'm, I'm working. I mean, the list is, it's a long list. I'm working. So you definitely got to keep your eyes open and just keep watching everything God put on my spirit. I'm putting it out there, you know, and um, mm. I, I may be a jack of all trades, but I'm going to be a master of service, and 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 that's serving God and enlightening and educating the people. I like that, brother. I like that one. I'm gonna have to yeah. use that one. Yeah, <laughs> <up>. <laughs> well, Brian, you know, tonight <clears throat> we 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 did do what we said that we were going to do, and that's put the information out there. So the mm-hmm. people, uh, if you if you have ears and you heard this. You're going to have to make a decision on what you heard, and some people will take it different ways. Everybody don't process mm-hmm. things the same way, and they don't process things as fast. But mm-hmm. at some point, you know, you're going to have to realize that this is this is more than just music. Mm-hmm. We're talking about souls and lives being lost. This is really, mm-hmm. really serious. Yeah, and, right. It, 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 you know, you just just pay attention when you're watching television and, and you're listening to music. Try to get an understanding of what it is that you're listening and watching. Absolutely. It's very important. And, and Greg, we're going to definitely have to get 
this topic talked about again on our show. We got a few seconds left. I just want to tell everyone that thank you for joining us tonight and that you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour where we help others be more, do more, and have more. Have a blessed evening and a blessed week, and we'll see you next time. Good evening and good night.